Welcome from My Slice of Life, where I'm helping to bring more joy into yours. This is the My Slice of Life podcast. Hello and a very warm welcome to you. This week, we are going to be looking at five natural and safe remedies that you can try at home. Now, these are ones that I use with my family. In fact, I'm using the very first one today because my throat's a little bit raw. So I am using garlic and honey. This is a good one to boost your immune system and also if, like me at the moment, you get a little bit under the weather and needing a boost. For this, just get a small clean jar. Make sure it's nice and clean. Sterilise it. You can either wash it and dry it in the oven. Um, I think it's usually quite a low temperature they use, like 140 degrees. I just fill it with boiling water from the kettle and leave it for 10 minutes. Seems to do the same thing. So once you've sterilised your jar, put in about 15 cloves of garlic. I just peel them, stick them in and then top it up with honey. Now ideally you don't want any air left. Um, If the garlic gets in contact with air it can go mouldy and cause all sorts of problems and we do not want that. We're trying to get healthier, not sicker. So when you've topped it up with your honey you can turn the jar over every day for a wee while I, I would I turn it over you'll actually see the garlic cloves float up and down in the honey it's really cool after a few days you will notice that the cloves start to sink and that's what you're looking for you want them to sink when that happens you can start using the honey just like a teaspoon at a time that would be plenty I'm having at the moment for my throat I am taking a teaspoon reg about three times a day to help my throat one thing I did the last time I had a chest infection and I'm going to tell you this but I'm not a doctor I'm not a herbalist either this is just what I did so I'm not telling you to do it I'm not making any claims it's a miracle cure but when I had a chest infection I used this honey and garlic um, mixture I used that several times I think I was on it about five times a day maybe more Um, it spoonfuls five times a day so I used that, but I also used a uh, fire cider. I had a thyme oxymel. I had a it was a, a sugar solution. I actually saw a video on YouTube, and they make it from bay leaves. So I made that. I mean, I used loads of things um, from a chest infection, and I didn't use antibiotics. And that's the first time I've really done that. And as an asthmatic, that's that's a big deal. Um, I just wanted to kind of test it on myself and see can I fight this just using natural things and luckily I did. Um, Again, not saying that will work for everybody, that's just what I did as an experiment on myself. Okay, so that was your immune system. The second thing I want to tell you about is just a herb called lemon balm. You may have it in the garden. I have it in the garden and I have it in the allotment and it was one of those ones I planted before I knew it's like mint if you know about mint, it'll just take over and grow everywhere. This is an aggressive plant. I like it. It's easy to cut back and you can dig up the roots or whatever if you want. But um, yeah, I'm kind of getting it everywhere now. But this one is really good for anxiety or if you just need to feel a little calmer. Um, just I would take a handful of the leaves, pop it in a wee teapot, boiling water on, leave it to steep for five minutes and drink it. I've actually heard people... Uh, complain about the taste of this and like they'll add other herbs in or they put in honey I have no clue what they're talking about I really like the taste on its own I think it's great the first time I took it I drank it thinking oh they say it's good for anxiety I'll see if it works and I drank it and I swear to god I felt spaced out 
I felt so spaced out. I thought, I need to go to my bed and go for a sleep. It was great. So it's one of those ones as well that I should probably use it more often than I do. I forget about it for some reason. So mental note to self, Sharon, get that stuff out of the garden and use it. I do have it dried. I have jars of it dried. So I like taking... Um, taking herbs and using them fresh I think that's always a nice idea but I do have some dried to use in the winter time just as a side note I did get tablets for our dog to see if it would help calm him down I found them uh, it was a herbal site and one of the ingredients in the tablets for dogs was lemon balm now I haven't done any more investigation about it but I thought that was quite interesting that they use it on dogs too so the third one that I want to tell you about is oats you know porridge for itching. Now this is a new one on me. When I looked it up, I actually found, oh, it seems like I'm the last one to know this stuff. Everybody else seems to know already. But I've tried it out on myself. Again, all these things I've tried out on myself, so that's why I'm telling you about it. I have a patch on my left hand. It's actually my wedding ring. Two fingers, the wedding ring finger and the little finger. And I get, uh, I think it's contact dermatitis. It gets so itchy. I don't know, like, if I just wash one cup and you're like washing up liquid and I don't put on my gloves, I have to wear gloves but if I just forget, like, oh, it's like just one cup, I'll just wash it that night I am itching like hell and it's horrendous, I mean I will claw at that till it bleeds so I thought enough's enough and I've got, I've had all these creams prescribed and you know yourself, you, you get the steroid cream and they always tell you oh, it's going to thin the skin and I thought I don't really want my skin thinned, thank you very much I just want the itch to go away so I thought I'll try this oats cure for want of a better word so I went to the cupboard got my porridge ground it down to fine powder put a little bit in a bowl added just enough water to mix it into a paste and I slathered that all over the itchy part of my hand now I've tried a few different ways of dealing with it then like do I wrap it up or do I leave it just open to the air it gets a bit messy but what I have found is it's best just left open to the air and let it dry. Now the first time I did it, when it was dry, I just flaked it off into a bin, obviously not all over the sofa. And I couldn't believe how smooth the skin felt. It was cooler. You know that when you're itchy, you get that hotness that had gone. It wasn't even as red. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was a hell of a lot better than it was to start with. I thought, well, that's good. I'll do it again tomorrow night. So the next night I did it, but I washed it off. Big mistake. For me, I'm going to stick with letting it dry and then just flaking it off when I washed it off because I'm, I'm making it all wet again and it's my hands in water so much that's making it bad in the first place so yeah it just flared up again so from now on I'm going to make my paste put it on let it dry and flake it off after it took about 20 minutes I think for it to dry and then it flaked off and like I say it just felt fantastic so I'm going to try that again Oh, by the way, it hasn't really been that bad since I've done that. The itching has calmed down dramatically because it used to be like an everyday thing. And that was... I'm looking at my hand, actually. See, to be honest with you, it's looking pretty damn good at the moment. So I'm happy with that one. Okay, number four. This one is for when you have itchy eyes. Um, maybe it's with hay fever or just some, you know, some sort of allergy irritating your eyes. Corn flowers. I don't know if other people have different names for them, but it's like the wild meadow flower, corn flowers. A wee while ago, it actually wasn't me that had to use it, it was our son. He had really, really red eye. It was his left eye. He came into the room and he went, there's something wrong with my eye. And I went, holy hell, he looked like a vampire. It was that red. Really bad niching. So, first thing I did was actually take him down to the optician here. 
just to rule out that nothing serious was causing it. And he said, no, it's mild conjunctivitis. It'll be fine. They gave him some drops. He used the drops a little, but I'm starting to think at this point, I'm going, I've read about this. So I've got a wee book. You know, if any time I get a herbal book out the library or hear about something, I write it down because my memory's crap. <laughs> Rosemary, funnily enough, is meant to be good for memory, but I keep forgetting to get it. Uh, anyway, I digress. So anyway, I looked up in my book and sure enough it said you can use cornflowers or actually fennel seeds as well. But I, I had cornflowers dried so in a wee jar so I thought I'll try it and see. I didn't know how many to use. I just put in like a couple of the dried flower heads. Again, put it in my little magic teapot. It's one of those clear ones and it's got a wee compartment that you can put your herbs in. And Oh, it's cool. Got it second hand but I love it. Um, so anyway, I did that, put the hot water over it and we let it steep for, I think... I don't know, I think I just let, I left it until it cooled basically. I think it's maybe a bit longer than you're supposed to, but what the hell. So it was cool. We got some cotton wool pads, dipped it in the, the liquid. He put that on his eye and he said instantly, it was like, oh, oh, he says that feels better. You know, it was that relief. We did that a few times, you know, he would come in, we'd get the cotton wool pad. I had it kept it in a jar in the fridge, this, the liquid that, um, the tea basically. And we would keep doing it, just a wee cotton wool pad, dip it in the liquid, put it on his eye for a few minutes, and within a couple of days it, the whole, it all cleared up and it hasn't come back. So that's a good one to remember. Now, they, like I said, you, apparently in, in the wee book that I have, it's, um, I have a note saying you can use fennel seeds. Same thing, I think it's just like a teaspoon of fennel seeds, boiling water over it, let it steep. When it's cooled, dip your cotton wool pad and you know, strain it. I mean, you don't want seeds stuck to your eye. <laughs> But stick your cotton wool pad in it, slap it on your eye, and it'll do the same thing. And if I am sounding croaky, I apologise, but I feel like I've swallowed glass, so I'm doing my best. Okay, number five. Now this is for allergies, and maybe one you've heard of. I had kind of forgotten about it for some stupid reason. I think I've just got that many things rattling about my brain, just like everybody else. Nettles. You know, the weed. I put weed in inverted commas because it's one of the best plants that we have. Nettles for allergies. Now, in this house, we all have or seem to get either hay fever or some kind of allergic reaction to pretty much everything. But I've got different trees in the garden and it seems to spark each of us off at a different time, depending on what's flowering at the time. But nettle tea is apparently really, really good for allergies. So we have been drinking nettle tea and surprisingly everybody likes the taste so I'm delighted with that again you could add honey to it or maybe mint would be nice so yeah nettle tea in the spring what I do like to do with the new nettles just as they're starting to grow I'll go I used to go foraging but we've actually got a huge patch that's decided to grow on the allotment so I just use that now um, have you ever made nettle soup in the spring it is delicious and they've actually put um, a blog post. If you go on the, the the blog site, the address comes up at the end. And I think I've, I'll put it in the show notes as well. But there is a, a, a recipe that I use for nettle soup that you might be interested in. I also found online, and I haven't done this yet, but I will. I found a recipe to make nettle pasta. You dry the nettles and you grind it down. And you use that instead of flour from what I can remember but like I said I haven't tried it yet but when I get round to that I will be putting up a blog post about that as well. So there you have it. That is my list of five natural, safe 
remedies that you can start using today. I think the, the garlic and um, honey one in particular have that on hand constantly. I always have a jar on the counter and see to be honest our kitchen gets that cold. The honey just it goes solid and when I get to the bottom I just eat the garlic cloves. I like it. I'm one of those people that can eat garlic raw which I'm a way to do once I finish this to try and help my throat a bit more. So I hope you give them a go. I really do. I hope you try them out and uh, and you find that they, they help you as much as they've helped us. So until next time, you take care of your wee self. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the My Slice of Life podcast. Don't forget to look up the blog. It's at myslicemyblog.wordpress.com also the YouTube channel, which is at my slice channel. And if you would like to become a patron of the show, go to patreon.com forward slash my slice. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.